Hey, did anyone else see the president over the weekend at Walter Reed wearing that dang mask? Oh my goodness. The president looked like that villain Bane. Now listen, I'm not a big superhero movie fantasy guy whatsoever, but I know who the heck that Bane character is off uh, the Batman movie. And I'm like, oh my goodness. He looks like he, a, a total gangster. The president looked like he was ready to beat the living daylights out of Joe Biden. And lo and behold, okay, I see the picture of the president and the video of him walking down the hall, by the way, the man just looks fantastic uh, in the mat, like a, like, a, like a fighter, getting ready, and uh, he is a fighter, I mean, hell, he's fought for the American people for the last three years, borderline five, if you want to uh, trace his campaign back to when he came down the escalator, uh, June 2015, but, you know, the president, and I'm like, all right, so, my God, he looks like the bank, and lo and behold, the Guardian, you ready? In, uh, on April 11th, 2019, why is Donald Trump, this is the headline, obsessed with Bane in the Dark Knight Rises? And they literally cite this Twitter, um, BatmanNews.com account, and Donald Trump's on there, uh, in 2012 doing a review of the Dark Knight Rises. Just really, really truthfully incredible. Um, but uh, if you saw the picture, if you saw the president, not only the picture that was taken, but as he's coming down the hallway, my goodness gracious, if I'm Joe Biden, I'm like, oh, and, and Biden, for his part, looks like a total idiot wearing a mask. I mean, half the time he's got, he's got it hanging down his ear, looks like a big, massive napkin earring. You know, he just looks like a total old, stupid moron. But the president, good Lord, I'm looking at the picture right now. I'm not going to mess with that guy. Are you serious? And he looks, by the way, Biden, when he's got the mask on, he looks just old and as if someone had to put, <laughs> as if someone had to put the mask on him. But the president, oh my goodness, he's got the presidential uh, seal on the side of it as well. But he just looked, in some ways he looks enraged that he's got to wear the friggin' thing. But, oh my goodness gracious, but there you go. So now the media can stop their complaint. Well, this is what you'd think, right? You'd think they've, they've wanted the president to put that mask on for a long time. So now they'll probably stop complaining about it. Wrong. Of course they're going to continue to complain. This is, and this plays a lot, there's a lot more to this than just the media that the Democrats control. Because... The Democrats now, all right, think I'm, I'm going to use sports as an example because we got to get into the Washington Redskins. I, I, Lord, everyone should feel so much. Oh, my God. Oh thank, oh, thank God. The Washington Redskins. Oh, it, oh, it offends me. The name Redskins. Oh, my God. You got to change. You got to change. You got to change the name. And they did. Oh, my goodness. They caved in. But the question I've been asking for weeks, though, is who are these people caving into? You know, is it these these people on social media, such as the Twitter box and the Instagram, that have literally, think about it, nothing better to do with their lives. The opportunities that have been granted to every single person in this country to make the best of themselves and be successful and provide for your family, provide for your friends, provide for yourself, 
Every single person has that right in this country. And some of us here are on Twitter over and over, I mean, 24-7, going back, scrolling through people's tweets to what? To try and ruin their life? To make sure that they lose their job? Because of something they said 10, 15 years ago? It's a total joke. Get a li Every single person who does that, get a life. I mean, honestly, there's so much more of the world to see. There's so much more to do in this country every single day. But why? I, I mean, we Aunt Jemima, well, now they had to take that away. Or, I mean, my goodness, what, did they have to take Paw Patrol? I don't even know if that's back. Little police dogs? I mean, is that, quote, offending people? And remember, being offended is not a thing. It's such a myth. Being offended is for people who have nothing else to do and want to bring attention to themselves. The people, okay, think of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Because they, by all means, Antifa's already designated as a domestic terrorist organization. Well, why? I don't, I'm not sure if Black Lives Matter or not, but they sure should be. Because what they did, and we got a story coming up about it. I mean, they killed a woman. Okay, Black Lives Matter people killed a woman for literally saying all lives matter. I love um, uh, Terry Crews, who's out there, who's saying that, look, Black Lives Matter should not, does not mean black lives are better. And, it, and we, you know, we've provided many examples to show and illustrate that it's not just, it's not Black Lives Matter. It's Black Lives Matter as long as it fits our political narrative and it can further our political agenda. And why, it blows my mind to think, why would Black Lives Matter, okay, the organization that it is, why would they want all this chaos and anarchy and riot? Do they think that helps Joe Biden? First of all, why would you even want Joe Biden in the White House. Joe Biden, who says, I don't want my kids growing up in a racial jungle. Joe Biden, if you don't vote for me, if you even consider voting for Trump over me, then you ain't black. I, this is Joe Biden, who eulogized Robert Byrd, who was a recruiter for the KKK. The Democrat Party is tied to racism and slavery and the KKK and nothing that they do or say will ever get that those labels off their backs. They just can't. Who was the party who stopped slavery? Who the Emancipation Proclamation? Abraham Lincoln, a Republican. That uh, that's history. You want to tear down as many statues as as you as you want to, but that's never going to change. You know the things that the people historically in our country have done that's done. That's a part of history now in this country. Why would you try and tear it down? I mean, learn from history. Don't be vigilantes and morons and idiots and total scum of the earth, let alone this country. And you know they're literally causing anarchy because they're frustrated. But hold on a second. You're frustrated, but yet black voters continue to vote Democrat. I, we got the Chicago stats that we're going to get to um, 
in a second over the weekend. And I, I said on Friday, well, I know what's going to happen on one. I'm going to read out statistics about black-on-black -black crime in Chicago. But the mayor, oh my goodness, wait until you hear what the mayor's doing about it. But anyway, I digress. We'll get into all those stories. We'll get moving here. So here's, I wanted to start <laughs> with something. I'm not even sure if, if, if comical's the right word for this. It was in the Daily Caller, I read it. The Star Inn is, is it located in St. James uh, in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Has reportedly, okay, it's a, it's a bar, by the way, the bar, the Star Inn, reportedly installed an electric fence to in, enforce social distancing between bartenders and patrons. Excuse me? You know, oh, oh, you're five foot, you're five foot and a half away for zap. What? <laughs> Excuse me, an electric fence? Listen to this. Before the fence, people were not following social distancing and were doing as they pleased. You know, just being everyday human beings and actually being closer to other human beings because, oh, you know, oh, the CDC recommends if you're six feet away. No, I don't know if you're five foot away. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You get coronavirus. Oh, my God. Get away. But if you're six foot away, oh, now you're safe. Oh, my God. You're not wearing a mask. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't have this 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 layer of, of cloth over your face. And oh, and oh, you better be sure to bring that thing up over your nose too. Look, and we even got this little pinch strip over the top of it that makes you safe and secure. Oh, how dare you be out in public not wear a mask? Give me a break. Why? Ah, oh, I, I just, you know, personally, I don't understand why more and more people aren't questioning the mask and the six feet away. You stand, you're, 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 oh my God, you're four feet. Oh, now we both have it. Oh, put the mask. Oh, now that you have that layer on your face. Oh, now we're all safe. <laughs> to me, I am so sick. And the, and the Democrat Party plays a huge role in coronavirus as well. Not by starting it or, you know, spreading it or anything like that. But in terms of politicizing it, the Democrat Party, okay, for a, a country who's going through a pandemic, for a whole world that is going through a pandemic, why do you have to politicize it? I mean, my goodness, these people, they're the most polarizing, awful people in this dang country. And we can't reward them, by the way. This goes on saying we cannot reward them with, with the House or the Senate or the presidency? Absolutely not. Lindsey Graham said it best. You, you people, all you want is power, and I pray to God, I hope to God that you never get it. Well, that's the Democrat playbook. Um, here, hold on a second. Let me finish the uh, quote on the, um, the thing. So before the fence, people were not following social distancing and were not doing as they, or were doing as they please, but now people take heed to the guidance around social distancing. Uh, says the landlord of the star. And yeah, I think so. Because listen, uh, McFadden said that the fence was switched off, but could be turned on at any moment. Don't you dare! Don't you dare get within six feet of someone else or else zap <laughs> an electric fence. Just yeah, in some ways very comical. But as far as the Democrats go, okay, 
Now, what we're seeing as far as the cancel culture and as far as the national anthem, you know, standing for the national anthem is now politicized. This is all part of a four-year Democrat temper tantrum because they've never been able to get over the fact that Donald Trump won the 2016 election. Now, the mainstream media and Democrats in this country, they were thrown for a loop there. They had no idea how to recover or respond because they were so, how arrogant are these people? They were so hell-bent on Hillary Clinton winning the election. But now they had to do whatever they could have possibly done to overturn those results. Look at the Mueller report. Now, Roger Stone is, is the big story um, today still. And, you know, like I said on Friday, they're worried about Roger Stone because they couldn't destroy, and I literally mean destroy, the man's entire life. I, it, this I, I want to say Roger Stone is now 67 years old. I, I was just watching a, a few snippets of his interview on uh, Fox News. But now, so we know that the Mueller report, there was nothing. Trump-Russia collusion, there was nothing. Again, part of the Democrat temper tantrum. Mueller, from the beginning, knew that there was no collusion. Yet he set out on this, as the president rightfully called it, witch hunt you know, hoax, conspiracy, whatever you want to call it, knowing that there was nothing there, knowing the that he had Democrats, and I think at, I think the total was like 17 Democrats. You know, he had Andrew Weissman, and he had uh, Jeannie Ray. You know, as a Clinton lawyer, it, it was such a, a a partisan witch hunt from the beginning. But now he so what basically happened was Mueller comes out and writes this op-ed. Um, in the Washington Post saying that uh, Roger Stone is a, uh, here, let me get the headline here, Roger Stone remains a convicted felon, and rightfully so. Well, the White House pushed back on that. It's in the New York Post here, if you wanted to read it for yourself. White House fires back after Mueller rips Roger Stone um, an op-ed. So uh, Judd Deere, who is a uh, deputy White House press secretary, says, quote, Robert Mueller and his corrupt investigation failed to hold anyone in the Obama-Biden administration accountable for their negligence toward Russian interference or for spying on the Trump campaign based on a Democrat-funded dossier full of lies. And you in this audience know what that is and all about it. But, uh, and um, just to, on a side note, as far as the dossier goes, there are people in this country that will look at ABC and NBC and CBS and have no idea about Christopher Steele being hired by Fusion GPS, all funded by Perkins Coie, Mark Eliash, Michael Sussman, Hillary Clinton's lawyers, and, and, and writing and getting this steel the as it's now referred to as the steel dossier which was all russian misinformation disinformation russian lies whatever you want to call it um and you know um disseminating it through the media and trying to influence the 2016 election and it was all lies from the beginning but it wasn't just you know Mueller who ran with the dossier but it was the fbi as well and they used that dossier 
full of lies, none of it true whatsoever, never from the beginning. And they used it to spy on then Donald Trump candidate, Trump's campaign. And then they even used it to spy on his presidency. I mean, it was a total joke. So, but anyway, I, there's some people that, there's Americans that don't know about that dossier, which is such a disservice. If you're in the media, that is such a disservice to the American people. That alone, not telling people about that, not telling people that it was Hillary Clinton who threw Perkins Coie and then through Fusion GPS basically hired Christopher Steele to write this dossier full of Russian lies. And to not get that out there, not read those points, not say, look to the American people, this dossier that exists and you know you, you can read it for yourself it's online it's total lies it's total bs you know there's talk about hookers and peeing on the beds and the ritz carlton that obama was you know it's a total joke by the way donald trump is a massive germaphobe so <laughs> those lies are you know just incredibly bad and so bad for the country but it's equally bad to not report on it so anyway, uh, he continues instead. Uh, instead of uh, instead wasted uh, taxpayer dollars, we're trying to undo an election. And um, so Mueller, you know, with his uh, op-ed post, you know, I feel compelled to respond both to broad claims that our investigation was illegitimate and our motives were improper. I don't even have to read the rest of this quote because Robert Mueller himself. It's pretty much like Joe Biden, as far as I'm concerned. He probably needed help to write this op-ed. Just like Biden doesn't tweet, Robert Mueller didn't even know who Fusion GPS was. He's like, huh? What? Uh, and how many times? Well, that wasn't in my scope. That wasn't in my scope. You know, Robert Mueller is an old, stupid piece of trash. And he knew what he was doing from the beginning. And, and, so, and by the way, Robert Mueller... Registered Republican Robert Mueller. How many Republicans, these never Trump uh, Republicans, do you see, continuously flip on the press? You know, does does that mean nothing to you? You know, do, do, do you just flip with your, I mean, James Comey is a registered Republican, for God's sake. And we, we saw how he treated the president. You know, it's just a total joke. All of D.C., um, by the original point of, of the argument that I'm making um, right now, now I know PJW gets lost in the sauce sometimes. Like I said, my mind works. I'm going 65 directions um, at a time. But is that it's all part of the Democrats and their anger and their rage and their hatred because we, the American people, chose Donald Trump to be our leader, not the most corrupt career, oh my goodness, politician in this entire not only in the country but maybe in the entire world with as far as hillary clinton goes and thank oh goodness gracious that we rejected her um so let me let's continue moving here <laughs> uh aoc okay alexandria ocasio cortez of new york congresswoman of new york listen to the headline representative ocasio cortez partially blames new york city crime spike okay where should this sentence go should she should read partially blames new york city crime spike on failed democratic leadership 
for years. Nope. On people needing to shoplift some bread or go hungry. I don't know about you, but the last time I thought about shoplifting bread, I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe that's a crime. <laughs> but <laughs> let me read the full quote because you can't help but laugh at it. You know, I I continuously say, why does AOC get any news, um, you know, uh, publicate uh, uh, attention whatsoever? It's because she's young and because a lot of people, I'm not sure a lot, that, that may be um, overstretching, um, over um, exaggerating, but people think she's attractive. So that's why she gets attention. Look, you know, they're not a brain cell in this woman's body. She's a total joke. She's a total idiot. And here's what she says. Ready? Maybe this has to do with the fact that people aren't paying their rent and they're scared to pay their rent so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money so they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry i what do you how do i even analyze that this woman is a complete idiot you know the left, the 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 blinders, the left. Now they 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 look at things like, well, it's okay. By the way, she's basically saying it's okay to go out there and shoplift bread and go out there and steal from your local grocery stores because you need to feed your child. Why? Because of coronavirus. Well, who in God's name is still keeping people on lockdown because of coronavirus? I mean, Whitmer finally came. What an evil woman she is. She was going to keep Michigan on lockdown till the end of the summer. The only reason that we had such a long lockdown, it never, it never had anything to do with, with lowering the people going in, you know, overwhelming hospitals. It didn't have anything to do with that. This was just the next event in trying to bring Trump down. And it still continues to this day. They think it's a win because the president wore a mask at Walter Reed. You know, they think, oh, well, now the president, well, now, thank God he's listening to science. How many times are we going to hear about science and having to do with climate change? I mean, it's just, it, this, this is the left for you. I literally Googled today, by the way, uh, Democrats ruin everything. There's some great articles in here. National Review wrote in 2018, the left ruins everything it touches. TheDay.com, Democrats are trying to destroy America, obviously. Desert Sun wrote just last month, who's really ruining our country? Uh, Democrats just won't quit until Trump uh, is destroyed. And I saw one, I couldn't, I couldn't find it again, but it was about that, um, you know, that uh, Democrats will literally, oh, there it is right there. Democrats will pay price. Uh, for hurting the economy and obviously they will because they want to destroy Trump But I'm going to show you something. This is in the Washington Times. This is how phony and fraudulent they really are Well, they say defund the police defund the police, right? And and AOC for her credit She she says no, I'm not I don't want any I don't want anything that's garbage I want defund the police means defund the police. Well, listen to this article in Washington Times today Democrats bring, quote, defund movement to Capitol Police. 
Democrats from Seattle to New York are working to cut their police budgets, but not on Capitol Hill, where the House, controlled by Democrats, is moving ahead with a budget that freezes but doesn't trim any funding for the U.S. Capitol Police. Oh, right, 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 right. Instead, Democrats are demanding new training and more accountability, ordering the department to study whether it's policing too far beyond the Capitol to re release better arrest statistics and to do a better job communicating with the public. Republicans gleefully pointed to the full funding as a vote of confidence in police amid the ongoing debate over policing and race. So there you go. That's how the Democrats are again. They're very phony, fraudulent, fake people. And how stupid can you be, by the way? Why would you ever, okay, run on a platform that has defund the police in it? Again, the police, okay, the men and women in this country that work to keep us safe, to keep our streets safe and secure so that you have the ability to go to work, so that you can go out into the world and live your life. Those people are heroes. Police officers are literally superheroes without capes. That's two superhero references today. What's going on with me? But to try and defund them, literally, you couldn't run on anything else. I remember the <laughs> I remember the president saying, "Oh, what do they want to defund now?" And he said, oh, the well, the police, sir." And he goes, "Oh, thank God, I won the election." <laughs> well, it's totally true. I mean, think about it though. But on top of that, defund the police. Ninety-four trillion dollar Green New Deal. Um, open borders. Take away guns. Take away fracking. You know, destroy energy in this country. Basically, Biden's platform is a call to destroy the United States of America from within. That's what Biden wants to do. That's what his advisors want to do. And the lawlessness, the rioting, the anarchy, the chaos, that's all a Joe Biden America. That's all happening in the big, liberal, Democratic-controlled cities. Now imagine if the whole country was controlled by Democrats. That's what we see. And what would Pelosi say about it? Well, that's fine. You know, yeah, that's fine. People will be people. They're going to do what they're going to do. You know, it's fine. Imagine that throughout this whole country. Be sad and be shocking. Now, statistics, okay? I always, I don't know if, um, it's hard to find a word. You know, it, it, I always use disappointing and heartbreaking it's shameful on the mayor's part but every week here we go monday let's go through it chicago chicago excuse me uh sun uh, tribune um whatever it is you know the chicago uh publication 64 shot there we go again 13 fatally in chicago this weekend 64 people were shot 13 dead 15-year-old Terrence Malden, who was gunned down about 4.50 p.m. Friday in Jeffrey Manor on the south side, was the weekend's first victim. 15, uh, the 15-year-old uh, and then five other teenagers were wounded in separate shootings between then 
and Monday morning. The alarming numbers marked a dip. Now listen to this. The alarming numbers marked a dip. Okay, so well now it's all, oh, 64 were shot. Well, that's down from, wait for it, 79 shot in the 4th of July weekend. Um, uh, marked a dip from the gun violence that befell the city over the four. Uh, 11 of those victims were minors. Two of the children died from their injuries. And what is the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, doing? Did I, oh my goodness, did anyone see it? Well, I used to watch the bat, to my goodness, two Batman references. Get a grip here, Philip. Um, she brings in, she goes, well, I used to watch Batman. Now I'm calling in the census cow, <laughs> the census cowboy. And he comes into the song, The Old Town Road. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head. All right. Maybe this would be funny if you didn't have minors and 64 people being shot in your city every single weekend 79 last weekend 64 this weekend and she's making a joke about the census and bringing in the quote census cowboy that census because she goes well if he's be riding to these 10 communities census cowboy to be riding anywhere in chicago he's gonna get gunned down you kidding me why would why would anyone want to be in that city anymore and why, and Lori Lightfoot, I'm telling you, just, first of all, just check her out. She looks like she died 30 years ago and has been resuscitated about 10 times at this point. Like the soul's been sucked out of her body. And it has to be, really, for the policies that she implements. She does, I'm going to tell you something right now. She doesn't care about those people dying. I remember it was, I'm not sure if it was last weekend or two weekends ago, where I brought up on a Monday that over the weekend these people died x amount of uh people died in chicago they were shot um over the weekend and she tweeted about it. she put a tweet up on the twitter box about it and the very next tweet she was talking about what's your favorite restaurant here in chicago now it's like well this is sad that 64 people were shot in chicago this weekend but here's the census cowboy you know if if you're a father or mother, or grandfather, grandmother in that community in Chicago, and you're losing your minors every single week. And you know these are this children. This is this is America's hope, America's future, and they're being shot and killed. They're not coming back, and I don't think the mayor fully understands that. I don't think she cares to. I think she's a total disgrace. I think she's a total joke to this country. Why would anyone continue to reelect this woman? She is by all means a piece of garbage, total trash. And she could care less about the children in Chicago, care less about parents losing their children, or even the people that aren't minors that are dying every single weekend in chicago and she's doing nothing about it how long is she going to let this go on for i mean seriously politicians are elected to make their communities safe she can't promise that she has a record 
that shows it now. You either, if, if I'm a Republican in the Chicago area, do everything you can to get elected. You care about your city that much? You have to. I mean, literally children's lives depend on it. Adults in Chicago's lives depend on it. Totally sad. Totally, again, every single Monday. Here's the statistics. Here's the facts. Here's the figures. And she's bringing up the census cowboy. What do you have the census cowboy do? Read off the people that have died? They're not, they, what are the people going to die? They're not going to fill out the census. They'll probably vote Democrat, LOL. But it's just, it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. And, and I don't see it being reported in the mainstream media. I don't see anyone wanting to go to Chicago and help and clean it up. Probably in fear you're going to be gunned down. It's totally sad situation. And again, failed Democratic leadership. Now, here we go. AP News reported it today. Washington's NFL team drops Redskins name after, listen to this, 87 years. The uh, Washington NFL franchise announced Monday it is dropping the, quote, Redskins name and Indian head logo, bowing to recent pressure from sponsors and decades of criticism that they are offensive to Native Americans. Oh, my goodness. What about the Cleveland Indians? You know, what are they? Are they the next ones to go? Or... <laughs> unbelievable because it's offensive why do these people bow down now listen to this a new name must be selected for one of the oldest and most storied teams in the national football league again destroying our history and it's unclear how soon that will happen but for now arguably the most polarizing name in north american professional sports oh my you know I, I, it's the name of a football team why is that so hard to understand oh I, I, redskins oh well no, oh, that offends me. Get a grip. Get a life. What a total joke. Now I'll show you why it's so um uh why this is you know a big major story in a second. Um and there's more to to read. You know, I I got quite a bit in front. You know, the team said it's retiring the name. Uh and the owner, Dan Schneider, and coach Ron Rivera working closely to develop a new uh, moniker and design you know aren't you are you gonna be worried about preseason training or anything like that i mean the football season starts in september i would be worried about that think they're worried about changing their name and their logo because it's quote offensive well um now here it is right here this is why this story makes national headlines and why it's so important after president donald trump boom there you go all right we can spin this negatively against trump then we have to do it after President Donald Trump last week criticized the Redskins and Major League Baseball's Cleveland Indians for considering name changes, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany said the president believes that the Native American community would be very angry at this, and he does have polling to back him up. Now listen to this. She cited a 2016 Washington Post poll showing 90%, 90% of Native Americans aren't offended by the name. Now listen to this. Here we go. This is this is typical mainstream media garbage trash at its finest. A survey that has since been discredited by experts. 
just as far as I'm concerned, there are far bigger things to worry about in this country than the name Washington Redskins. You know, and now <laughs> they're changing it. Why do I don't understand it? Why does everyone continue to bow down to these people? It's such a small portion, small majority of this country. Social media, okay, I'll break it down for you right here. This, this is a cold hard fact that you won't hear really anywhere else. There's some sources, but not many. The people on the Twitter box and the Instagram are a very, very, very small portion of this country. And their opinions mean little they're very very of less of little importance to the rest of the people around this country that guess what don't have time to be offended by things like this they're too busy actually working and helping this country and stimulating the economy and feeding their families to worry about being offended by the name Washington Redskins I mean literally get a grip now, as far as that goes, I'm going to stick on sports. So, David um, Hookstead, he puts a tweet out. Um, and David Hookstead, here, let me get the um, uh, bio behind uh, David Hookstead himself from his a uh, Twitter box profile. Uh, uh, King of Wisconsin Badgers, athletics, cold beer enthusiast. That's what he says. He's a daily caller um, person. So, he says, I'm on the phone. Listen to this now with the NBA store. Sales rep says I can't buy a in um you know letters on the back free Hong Kong jersey, but I can buy a kill cops jersey if I want to. And he actually puts the audio up of him doing it. The tweet right here is an audio of the NBA store telling me I can't buy the free Hong Kong jersey, but I can buy a kill cops jersey. Eventually, once they realized what was happening, they claimed they couldn't sell me anything because of high call volume and system error. <laughs> What's going on with the NBA? You know, here's the thing. People, do you really think that they are going to want to watch an NBA that is so, you know, so pro-China? And so you think people care what LeBron James thinks? Okay, here's the thing. Laura Ingram, 110% had it accurate, correct, when she said to LeBron James, shut up and dribble. Okay, because LeBron James spews nothing but hate and garbage and lies throughout this entire country. This is the same LeBron James that says, quote, black people are literally being hunted by cops. Well, what kind of image does that give off to a younger generation who's supposed to look up to this man? This is, again, all part of it. And it comes back to the point that I'm trying to get across. It all comes back to the left's temper tantrum because they lost the 2016 election. Do you understand now? Do you see what's happening? Everything in this country is now politicized. You can't watch the NFL without politics being involved. You can't watch the NBA without politics being involved. My favorite sport is soccer. I watch I watch the uh, uh, Premier League in, in England. And they're kneeling down before games. And they're wearing Black Lives Matter on their jerseys. I don't even think they fully understand Black Lives Matter. 
not my words, but the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, Patrice Cullors, she says their ideological frame is they are trained Marxists. Her words, not mine. So everyone condones that. And if you don't, you know, if you don't post a little black dot on the Instagram, well, then you you must be racist. And you don't go along what we say. Well, you can't disagree with us because there's one voice. And that's how it's been since 2016, since Donald J. Trump won the election. And I'm, t I'm telling you, the only way to put it back to the only way to put these people down, the left down, okay, and 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 give them a reality check again that listen, this country rejects you. This country actually likes everything that we were based on and founded on, and we love our history and we love our people. You know, we listen. The, the one of the biggest myths the left goes with is that. Republicans are are racist. Well, Republicans, conservatives love everybody. We don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian American, Latino American. Doesn't matter. You know, if you're a person trying to make a, a a good life for your country legally in this country, lol, then we're all for it. I mean, bring it on here. You're part of our American family. It's really as simple as that. But the left. They want to destroy this country from within, and it's continued since 2016. They've been on this temper tantrum. Now, let me stick on the topic of Black Lives Matter, okay? Black Lives Matter supporter, this was in American Greatness, murders white woman after someone in her group says all lives matter. A 24-year-old Indiana woman was shot dead earlier this month after someone in her ethnically, ethnically, yeah, got that one right. That's a good call there, Philip. Diverse party said all lives matter to a group of Black Lives Matter supporters during a racially charged altercation. Now, listen to this because things like this should never happen. The incident happened at around 3 a.m. on July 5th when Jessica Doty Whitaker, her fiance Jose Ramirez, and two others were walking around the canal walk in downtown Indianapolis. Whitaker was a home health nurse and the mother of a toddler. She shouldn't have lost her life. She's got a three-year-old son she loved dearly. That's what um, Ramirez said, the fiance. So here's what happened. During the walk, according to Ramirez, one of the friends used the term uh, the N-word uh, without the E-R in the end, just the A. In a slangy, non-racist way, in a nearby group of Black Lives Matter supporters overheard the word and angrily confronted them. The Black Lives Matter group consisted of three black males, one black female, and a baby. Uh-huh. A baby? My goodness. Now, one of them hollered, what did the B-I-T-C-H say, he said? At one point, someone in the Black Lives Matter group yelled, Black Lives Matter, and someone in Whitaker's group responded with, all lives matter. After much, quote, cussing and yelling, guns were drawn, at which point Ramirez said he tried to de-escalate the situation, um, and then he tried to reason with Black Lives Matter. Wait, by the way, you can't reason with anarchists and Marxists. My goodness, come on. Pointing out that since they had a baby with them and his side had kids at home, they should stop fighting and just go their separate ways. 
Um, the groups reportedly then fist bumped and walked away. A few minutes later, multiple shots rang out from a nearby bridge. Whitaker was struck. Ramirez told American Greatness that he thought they were aiming uh, that they were aiming for Whitaker. It was squashed, and then it went up the hill and left. We thought, but they were sitting on Saint Clair, waiting for us to the bridge. By the way, um, uh, for us uh, under the bridge, and that's when she got shot. Now listen to this, because this quote is just so friggin' upsetting. It's hard to tell him his mom, as far as the three-year-old son he's, he's talking about now, it's hard to tell him his mom is in heaven. And if you want to talk to her, you have to look up and say, I love you, mom. You know why? Because that mom, much like the people, the miners in Chicago, the adults in Chicago, uh, the Chop Chaz, I remember Horace Lorenzo uh, Anderson Sr. talking about his son, 19-year-old junior who's not coming back. The, the this We're talking about human lives, all right? You, you get one shot at this life. These are lives being taken. They're not coming back. You know, this, you can debate all you want politically, but no one should ever lose their life over politics and a political debate. There is so much more that unifies us in this country than that divides us. That now I'm listen to that listen to the, what this father has to tell the son. It's hard to tell him his mom's in heaven. If you want to talk to her, you have to look up and say I love you, mom. Just so sad. So so sad. And it's you know ideological frame trained marxists and black lives matter is getting painted in this light of their you know for uh racial injustice and inequality well by the way you can mark that down as interracial violent crime incidents you know those stats we have from 2018 white on black 59,778 black on white add this one on there now 547 thousand nine hundred and forty eight incidents of black on white and the media for their part how pathological prolific liars how disgusting quote journalists they are they're worried about roger stone and the fact that they couldn't destroy roger stone's life than to report on anything like this oh and by the way there's a um a uh stat if i could find, here it is right here so as far as uh uh commutation uh, you know i hope they commuted the sign i can't even say the word Com commutations commuted commute at some point i'll get it we're getting nearing the end of the show as you can hear <laughs> but the president okay and this is including roger stone 10 all right 10 because the media is losing their minds about this now listen to this compared to barack obama you ready for this 10 for trump Compared to Obama, 1,715. Yet it's Trump who's, who doesn't obey the rule of law. I'm so sick of hearing beady eyes, creepy Adam Schiff say that. Okay, the rule of law. Oh, the rule of law. Law and order in this country. Every time Schiff opens his mouth, he's just lying. I think he's on the uh, Sunday show. Yesterday I seen him, but... Oh, the guy's just a joke. And 
the Democrat. Oh, 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 I cannot. I cannot forget to give this. I remember Mazzy Hirono, Democratic senator from Hawaii, who goes, men should just get out of the way and shut up. Well, she says today, as far as the Trump base goes, yep, white supremacists. Excellent. Real excellent. Democrat senator from Hawaii, Mazzy Hirono. So if you support the president, you support this country, you must be a white supremacist. Or as the CNN analysts say, well, y'all elitists, you know, y'all elitists are done with your maps and, and, uh, and your geography and your lines and your lattes. Telling you folks, that's how they really truthfully feel about anyone who supports this president and anyone who plans on voting for him in November, you know, because they believe in the police and they believe in having law enforcement and they believe in, um, you know, actually having a border wall and being a sovereign country and, you know, <laughs> not having people, illegal aliens flood into this country and if you're pro-life and you believe in life and you don't believe in abortions and killing babies those are the kind of people that want to vote for trump so hirono said I mean, connect the two together hirono and biden biden says you vote for trump you even consider voting trump you ain't black hirono says you're a trump supporter you're a white supremacist i'm telling you that's how they truly feel about the American people who believe in what everything that I just laid out in uh, uh, is and you know was lost my train of thought there but I'll tell you this is a massive massive election coming up and we need every single person to get out there and vote exercise your constitutional right to vote the country, the way we're at, look at it is that we're in a fork in the road right now. We go to the right, we keep capitalism, we keep a free market, we keep our country in the way that we live now. Or we go to the left with Biden and open the door to socialism in this country. Very tough choice. Very, uh, as far as I'm concerned, very easy uh, choice in this country.